Welcome to the Start to Be Great podcast. I am your co-host, Kimmy. And I'm Anna. If you are like us and sick of using fear as an excuse to not truly live your life, then you're in the right spot. We're here to tell you that you do not have to be great to start something, but you do have to start to be great. So today we want to discuss what it means to be an American and how the definition of being a patriot has changed throughout the years. We're going to give some some ways that we can recreate the true definition of being an American patriot within our communities and as a nation as a whole. Yeah. So before we get into that, we do have to acknowledge that today is September 11th, 2022. It's been 21 years since 9-11. And uh, Kimmy's going to read some facts because... Uh, it's important to remember the people that had their lives taken this day and whether you know you feel positive or what about the events that happened and what I mean by that is I don't even know how to say that there's a lot of there's a lot of different <laughs> perspectives on this day as a whole but what is the like true and all about what really really happened that day we're not going to get into the conspiracy and the the truth of the matter but the point is that we want to like harp on right now is the men and women that lost their lives so go ahead with the facts sure so some i wanted to read were um the 9-11 attacks killed 2,996 people 400 of which were emergency personnel such as firefighters and policemen um and the number of people injured was over 6,000 people um the ages of the victims ranged from 2 to 85 years old can you believe that like two years old on our way to Disneyland, we read. On our way to Disneyland. About 75 to 85% of the victims were men. Um, as of August 2017, only 60% of the remains of the victims were positively identified. That means 1,113 of the 2,753 who um, were found didn't have a biological confirmation of death. So they couldn't be buried. Yeah. So their families are just left in... Like purgatory kind of yeah especially Left if you're religious up. and you believe that you need to have remains like that's a terrible feeling yeah and the last one i wanted to mention more that only 12 survivors were pulled from the rubble after the collapse of the towers only 12 survivors it's crazy to think that it's already been 21 years um, yeah you were telling what, what really put it into my head of like kind of how like long it's been as you said like a few minutes ago um, people turning 21 today, you know, you yeah. know, the bar signs that say you, you have today is mm-hmm. the day that a person turning 21, this is the date. And it says September 1st, 2001 today. Or 11th. Yeah. yeah, yeah. September 11th, 2001. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. That's sobering. I don't want to go to a bar and see that. <laughs> well, I think, um, you know, it's, it's always weird, like Memorial Day and, uh, you know, day and September 11th these days are weird but I think it's super important as Americans that we recognize these holidays I don't know if you want to call it a holiday but these days in our history because the history of our country is so important and it's part of what makes us who we are and mm-hmm. if we forget our history we are going to get further and further away of the truth of what it is to be an American yes That's my opinion on that so you just said the truth of how it is to be an American. How about like the definition of being a patriot and how it's changed? Yeah. 
Awesome. <laughs> so just what what even is the meaning of a patriot? Like the definition is one who loves and supports his or her country. That's the right. definition of a patriot. Right. Then you had, you know, the revolution from England. We were revolting against England and the term patriot evolved to mean something that means more supporting the revolutionaries going mm -hmm. against the government. That's what it meant to be a patriot. So as the term shifted, it, you know, one in support of one's government and the other one completely opposite of one's government, I think the term patriot has kind of lost some sort of meaning. It's definitely evolved. Yeah. Um, and I'm looking at the two perspectives, I think it, it, patriotism became more like fighting for liberty versus fighting for one's government. 100%. And I think... Nobody gives a shit about the government. Yeah. <laughs> more like fighting for what I support. You know? Yeah, it's it's literally like fighting for your freedom that, that, is, that is patriot. Um, it has changed a lot. It's... it's um, sad that I feel like it's getting watered down over the years. Mm -hmm. um, I have noticed though in Texas that I, I like, I feel like I'm surrounded by my people. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like I remember um, I had a flag on my house when I first uh, moved here and the ice storm froze my flag because I like had to put it, my, the houses down here are made of that stone mm -hmm. and so it's like too soft to keep a flag when it's windy here and so I mean at least that's what I found and um so I had to put it up on like the frame of the the roof of my house and so it's high so I have to get on a ladder to take it down during inclement weather mm -hmm. and when I like there was a ice storm or whatever it was like too late it was already happening so mm -hmm. I was like oh, I'll just leave it up there and see what happens it froze like the flag froze mm -hmm. and it fell to the ground my neighbors were walking, I don't know, walking the dogs, and they literally like knocked on my door and picked up my flag and brought it, like brought it to me. Like how cool is that? That is very cool. And then the one of the guys in the cul-de-sac, so like that flag was, um, was uh, ruined. Um, I had to retire it and I didn't, I didn't get a new flag for a while because I wanted to get one from this company, Allegiance Flag. They like make them all in the US, but they're pretty expensive. Mm -hmm. So I did eventually buy one from them, but it took me a while to get one. Mm -hmm. And the guy across the street in the cold sack, he's like, hey, did someone steal your flag? Like he was worried because he knew that I had one since like I first moved here and he like didn't see it. And he's like, what's going on? Why don't you have your flag flying? And I was like, that would not have happened in Washington. Mm -hmm. Like my last apartment that I lived in, there was two other buildings that had flags hanging off their balconies mm. outside from me. That was it. And like, that's one of, been one of my favorite things is like pride of being a patriot in this yeah. country is alive in Texas. <laughs> and I love that. <laughs> that is awesome. So you think that it's been watered down? Do you think that's generational or how do you th why do you think it's evolved into being different than it is now? Yeah, so that's one of the things like I um, this quote uh, from an author years ago uh, He wrote these lines and it totally makes sense because mm -hmm. when I think of the most I mean, okay, like let's talk about the actual guys that fought against You know England and actually started the whole thing those guys are crazy like they were, you know, I, I'm, obviously if you haven't seen Patriot, you should, but, and I know it's just a movie, but we watched that this year Yeah. on the 4th of July. Yeah, yeah we, we did. did. We did on the 4th. Um, that was good. And, um, but like those men were strong men, like to go against the entire mm -hmm. country and the king <laughs> and like be like, yeah, fuck you. 
Um, so the quote is, and if you've heard this, you know, uh, hard times create strong men. Strong men create good times. Good times create weak men. Weak men create hard times. So when you ask if it's generational, I think it's cyclical. Um, I don't know if it's like, you know, we were talking about this, like how you and I mm -hmm. plus 40 year olds are in uh, a millennial generation. Mm -hmm. um, and obviously not all of us are thinking and growing up the same way, but I think that the cyclical nature of strength and weakness in men as a society um, definitely comes from being in a comfort zone of like peacetime. Mm -hmm. You know, when I was in the Marine Corps, we used to joke that like peacetime Marines are getting in trouble because like they're just bored because mm -hmm. they're made for harder shit mm -hmm. and they get complacent. So they get bored, they get comfortable, they get bored and they do stupid stuff. Mm -hmm. um, but like nobody cares about that when you're actually like fighting, yeah. nobody cares about the stupid little things. And so my, one of the biggest reasons I joined the Marine Corps was my uncle. He was a Vietnam Marine, and that man is, like, badass. He's mm -hmm. a hard charger. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, stereotypical Vietnam vet, like, doesn't talk about his time. You know, it was called Baby Killer, all these things. Mm. But that man, to this day, is so strong. And, you know, in some ways it's like... What's the word I'm looking for? It's It's not healthy because... His generation, I mean, being that being that type of person, that type of strength to fight that kind of war, like, shit's brutal. Mm -hmm. um, they deserve more than that. <laughs> but he created a, a time of peace after that war, like his generation did. Yeah. And so everyone after him, they got comfortable and they're like, oh, yeah. So they got weak. Um, and I think that's definitely what happened, like, 9-11... Um, was one of the reasons why I joined the military and I know a lot of other people felt the same way who wanted to fight for our country and protect our people mm -hmm. and um, once the war like kind of flatlined and I mean we never left until you know recently <clears throat> but uh, once it kind of leveled out um, you know everyone got kind of comfy again mm -hmm. You know, we didn't actually feel, we never were like really at home felt the war here. And so I definitely think that in the mind, like people are weaker for sure. Mm. What are your thoughts on that? I think, I think I agree. I, I have noticed even in my, like you said, we're both in the generation millennial, but I'm on the very end. I'm on like the last year of being a millennial. Mm -hmm. And I feel like, honestly, my perspective on patriotism, my perspective um, on a lot of things is a little different than people my age. Mm -hmm. What I notice is people talking so much shit about America, people my yeah. age and younger. So that would be at the end of the millennials and what is it, Gen Z? We like, there's there's a, a lot that America yeah. can, can fix. We're, there's no denying that. There's a lot of things that we can fix, but you cannot deny that this is one of the best countries in the entire world. And it's a privilege and a right to like, be able to do all the things that we do. And I think that's completely lost on like people my age and younger. Like there's no, there's no pride anymore. You have, you know, mm -hmm. a bunch of things happening and I don't know how much we want to bring up, you know, controversial yeah. wise that I don't necessarily agree with. And I just think that like, we don't even say the national anthem in schools anymore. Yeah, dude, like that, that was a thing when I was young, like you did it every morning. Yeah. And it's like, people are having problem with the national anthem or saying mm -hmm. like, under God, you know, like there's so many things so that are 
nitpicking at this point, but the whole like patriotism and proud to be an American as like a country I think has gone down. Yeah. Because people have the right to talk shit about America and they do. Well, and that, I mean, I remember being active duty and uh, seeing that. And what my senior Marines always told me was they're like, hey, we're literally here to fight for the rights and the freedoms for people to talk shit about you. Yeah. And they'll never understand, and that's fine. But that is what we're here for. Like, the freedom is what's sacred. Mm -hmm. And so that was kind of taught to me, and I had good leadership that explained that to me because it did piss me off. I mean... Imagine being like super proud of what you're doing and then having people talk shit. Yeah, it sucks. Um, mm -hmm. But once you kind of wrap your mind around it, like, oh, yeah, they don't get it. And at least they have the freedom to do it. Like, I just think it's way more common to be anti-American than it is to be American, for lack of better words. Mm -hmm. Like, I think it's like, even though like it, you know, wasn't explained as well. So like, even with the explanation, I just think as a whole, more people are kind of not as prideful in their nation. Yeah, I mean, I think most of that has to do with who's leading the country, mm -hmm. and, and and by leading, I do mean the media. <laughs> Let's be honest, the media controls what people think. Mm -hmm. uh, the propaganda for years has been pushing a certain mm -hmm. set of uh, ideas they want people to think, Yeah, and most people are stupid, and they just eat it up. <laughs> Yeah. And to keep going on that, you said you didn't want to talk about controversial topics. I, uh, I don't, you know me, I don't really care. So one of the things I wanted to talk about was um, political correctness okay. and self-censoring because it drives me fucking wild mm -hmm. seeing people like seeing people that um, are afraid to say they love America or afraid to hang a flag or wear a shirt that is like supporting law enforcement mm -hmm. or and a lot of this really got bad when Trump was in office, right? Cause mm -hmm. like you should be allowed to support or hate your current president. Mm -hmm. That's the freedom. Mm -hmm. Now, as long as you're not causing harm to people, that's fine. Like, that is the whole purpose of freedom. But they've made it so that anyone who supported Trump because he was pro-America is, like, a negative thing. And people, myself included, were, like, made to feel like we weren't allowed to speak about what and who we supported mm -hmm. um, because of political correctness, because it was offensive, because... Uh, blah 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 blah. If you do, if you like this, then you like this. And so, the media and like people and your peers have literally like pushed the censorship and like making someone feel like ashamed mm -hmm. for being able to state their own opinions. And it drives me crazy. Mm -hmm. um, I think that I don't know if you were kind of taught this, but my mom, uh, <laughs> she told me from a young age, you do not discuss religion or politics with people unless you know them really well and know mm -hmm. that it's not going to cause a heated argument. And I was like, why did this become a thing? And I know I'm not alone when I say that, like I was told that from a young age. Mm -hmm. Were you ever told that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So why would we not be able to discuss politics and religion Yeah. with our people in our community? Yeah. Why is that something like, I understand maybe don't bring up, current hot topics at a holiday to ruin the day 
sure but like i'm talking this was just like a general rule of thumb like don't do it and i even talked to summer about it at first and mm -hmm. i was like wait wait a minute I'm just like regurgitating something that was taught to me that doesn't make any sense. Mm -hmm. I'm like, that is the whole purpose of freedom of speech is to be able to discuss ideas. Mm -hmm. um, so the political correctness, like, I'm over it. Yeah. I don't care. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it drives me insane. I think it's uh, designed to get us to self-censor yeah. because we work better together when we can communicate. We don't have to agree on everything, but when we can at least have discussions yeah i don't give a shit if they're heated like you can get mad and then at the end of the day we can still go have a beer together yeah that's fine but um and that's like, like cutoff culture like, what do you mean so we have what people like have been describing culture? yeah cancel culture cutoff culture if you don't align with what i have to do cut off like you're done like not like mm -hmm. you can't have an argument with somebody anymore just like we don't fix anything anymore we just buy new stuff it's like a completely superficial yeah. way of being of like we can't have differing opinions and you still be in my inner circle type thing and i know that there's different like if you don't align with my morals that's a different thing like if we right. are if we are different people to the core but like political views you should be able to discuss and have differing opinions and still yeah. be able to have some tolerance for each other i know that i don't feel like that was ever a thing um i've never heard any adults when i was younger say mm -hmm. Oh, that person voted for Bush or whoever. I'm not going to talk to them anymore. Like that was never, I never mm -hmm. heard that. Like, yeah. or they did this, so they must be this. Like they're out. <laughs> like it wasn't a thing. And, um, yeah, it's, uh, that's why the expression stands united. We stand divided. We fall. Like if we are not together, if we cannot talk and communicate, mm -hmm. that's why prohibition was created. Mm -hmm. Like prohibition, like why would they want us getting along in bars and getting chummy with each other even mm -hmm. though we aren't friends? Yeah. So that we can't be on the same team, yeah. which we would. I mean, you were talking about censorship, and we went to the used bookstore today, and you bought 1984 by George Orwell. Mm -hmm. And that, if you haven't read that, you need to. It's amazing. Um, it's all about... Basically, he was predicting how the world would be in 1984, mm -hmm. and it's all about how the government completely censors it. You can't even... like. It's even a crime to think bad against the government like it's called hate like hate think or something mm -hmm. and, it, and it's like you burn everything after writing like you just like can't get information to the public you like it's extremely extremely intriguing to read and try to put parallels with today's society because it's scary yeah it's amazing i i would recommend reading it yeah um i don't know where i was gonna go with that but mm. yeah but uh, it's just censorship it's it's basically just we're not allowed to speak freely with our community but it's also like all like all the bullshit you're getting from every different kind of social media service a different kind of you know like you have your you know celebrities being pulled in for political interviews now like how is that not supposed to not yeah. influence decisions like that's what i'm saying it's just so, so completely <laughs> fucked up yeah it's like censorship but it's also so much blatant manipulation my friend uh when she lived in china to go to school this was I don't even know what year it was like 2015 ish sorry mm -hmm. if I got the dates wrong but um she told me that the Chinese college students and like just the people mm -hmm. they laughed at us because we don't realize that our news is propaganda when they all know that their news is propaganda mm -hmm. and they were like you Americans are so stupid like you don't see what they're doing and I uh, she told me that, and I was like, dude, that's real. Yeah. And um, 
And I think that most people kind of like to just dig their head in the sand and not think about it. Mm -hmm. um, and it's easy to go with the flow versus standing out. Yeah. Um, Summer and I were talking, she just started psychology. And have you heard of the uh, experiments they did where they shocked people in another room? Mm -hmm. Were they like Mil Milgram's experiment or something? I don't remember. Um, so you had a researcher and you in the room mm -hmm. and you have a button mm -hmm. and you cannot see or hear this person, but you are told that someone is um, hooked up yeah. to shocks that you are delivering Yeah, and you can hear them screaming and crying and begging for you to stop. Mm -hmm. And, but the person that's in the room with you leading this, the experiment, they're like, keep going. And they want you, and they literally tell it, you to keep going. It's a line of light. You have to see how many more you have left. And they just... And it gets worse every time. And they just do because they're told to yeah. do it. And I was just like, it's crazy. So they did that experiment, one, with you can't hear them at all. Yeah. How willing are you to... You're no, you, you still know you're inflicting pain, yeah. but you can't hear it. You only have a person telling you to do it. Yeah. So that's like watching stuff from like overseas. Mm -hmm. Like you, you know it's happening, but it's not it's affecting not... you in your homeland. So yeah. it's easy to forget or just sure. push the button. Right. But if you can hear the pain, if you can hear them begging for you to stop, it's, they stopped a lot earlier in the experiment. Yeah. There was actual pushback. Right. And it's like, experiment. it's fake. They're not actually being shocked, but it doesn't. Oh, they, I, I don't know. Well, that's true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was under the impression that it was fake and that it was like recorded noises of people. It might've been. I don't know if that's real or not. I'd like to think that. I think a lot of the experiments done back in the day were very inhumane. <laughs> so it's very possible that yeah. they were really being shocked. But um, it's just crazy how little effort it takes for someone to be told something from somebody in like a leadership role, you know, yeah. just go ahead and do it. There was another part. I'm remembering this experiment because I think <laughs> psychology when I went to graduate school in Tampa, um, that they also had one where they would set two people in that same room together mm -hmm. doing the same experiment. And if one person pushed back at all, the other person was a lot more likely to also push back. Yeah. So they put two experiment D's in the same room to see if, well, if one person was really quick to push it, the other person, even if they had apprehension, they'd be like, oh, well, I, I should do this. Or if there was any person being yeah. like, nah, dude, I'm not doing that. The other guy would be like, yeah, this is fucked up. I'm not doing it. Right. But it would take whatever the vibe of the room was would definitely affect the, like, so like who you surround yourself with and like who yeah. you're around. Like, like you said, Social Texas, Texas is very more patriotic than it would be like in Seattle, mm -hmm. what you were saying. I don't know. I'm really calling people out, pinpointing. <laughs> oh, um, no, they know that they're not. But that's what I'm saying. It's like who you surround yourself with is also going to affect, like, how you are. Yeah. Social conformity, like, looking around to see what other people are doing before you take action is yeah. huge. And it's, like, a really big thing. And that's definitely what's going on. Um, you know, it took one person kneeling during the national anthem. Oh. And then it started, like, a big, giant thing of now all these people don't want to do it. Yeah. And that, it, it, you know, like you also see people on the, on the other side where it's like, um, I've seen people getting attacked like on video, like they'll have like those like street cams or something. And one man will go like try and stop the attacker. And then all of a sudden, as soon as one person makes that move, other people join in. So no matter which direction it's going, mm -hmm. people will do it if someone else starts. Mom They're mentality. Just, yeah. <laughs> they just, uh, 
they don't want to be the first one because there's not enough leaders in our in our society yeah. anymore. People are, right now we are in the weak times weak. or weak men. Mm-hmm. So um, we're about to be in some hard times, basically. Yeah. If if that uh, if that's true, what I mean, we are in hard times right now. Yeah. So and created by weak men. So. Um, so there was something you wanted to talk about um, with Summer and the National Anthem. Did you want to get into oh, that? Oh, yeah. So that was really cool. I think that the reason why, like, schools are not teaching this shit anymore and it's up to the parents, it's up to people. Like, if you see someone behaving incorrectly, like, I think I love when... I love the idea. I haven't actually seen it recently, but if Summer was out doing stupid shit... I would love another adult to like call her out and be like, you are not supposed to be doing that. Stop mm-hmm. it. You know? And I don't expect you to go above and beyond if it's not your kid, but like calling other people, not just children, but people out for doing things wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, like I've told people if they don't take their hat off during the national anthem, I'm like, dude, you can take your hat off. How about have some respect? You know, like, <laughs> and, but not enough people do that. Yeah. And I mean, I think part of it is like, let people do their thing, but also, how about educate your peers and hold them accountable for, yeah. for like, American culture? But um, what was really cool was we went to a monster truck show last month and uh, National Anthem, of course. And so we stood up and the guy behind us with his girlfriend, they were kind of odd looking couple, definitely unique. Okay characters and uh he didn't take his hat off and summer shook her head and was like what did she say she was like oh they're those kind of people and i was just like and you know it was uh there was in that situation there was a lot of people that didn't take their hats off and that were still talking so like it didn't make sense to call that one person out because mm-hmm. there was also like 50 other people in the crowd that weren't doing, you know, like, yeah. I'm talking like, it's it's easy to call someone out when it's like, there's one person not doing yeah. what should be getting done. But um, yeah, I, I just love that she recognized it and saw that it was yeah. wrong and was like visibly annoyed by it. Yeah. You know? Um, do you think that there's stuff that people can do to actively be a better patriot? Like, I think that there are times where it's popular to be more pro-American. Like, sure. talk about the Olympics. Everybody loves America when it's the Olympics time. Right. You know, like, it's so easy to be like, USA, USA, when, like, the soccer team they're playing. You know, women's mm-hmm. soccer team. That's a huge time. Yeah. You know, everybody loves America on 4th of July when they get to shoot firecrackers, you know? Yeah. It's like, is there, like, time, like... Stuff you can do to affect your community in a positive light towards your con- you know, country or anything like on a normal day. Yeah, I mean, I think that, I mean, there's a lot of things you can do. Mm-hmm. For one, I feel like every single person needs to have an American flag on their house. I swear. Like, I don't know why people don't. Because you know what? The people that live here that are immigrants from their country, guess what fucking flag they're flying to? They're normally flying American and whatever. Like, I've seen it in my neighborhood. They got two flags. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah. Like, you ask any immigrant and they're proud to be where they're from, but they're also proud to be here. Mm-hmm. 
and like those people worked hard most of them to get here <laughs> um and so i think that having conversations about the things that we were told not to have conversations mm -hmm. about like giving a shit about voting mm -hmm. i think is important because we have midterms coming up in november and if you don't know who you're voting for and you don't even know who's on the ballot you should figure that out because the midterms are important i did not even know like that there was i mean they don't teach anything about no. why don't they teach us about I don't voting know, I don't know isn't that weird about that why don't they teach like you us get that? you get civics in high school and then you get probably whatever state whatever state you're in history yeah so i got arkansas history learned what our flower and bird was and uh -huh. we got civics which taught you the branches of the government and the right. judicial system that is all we were taught yeah so you're not taught how to vote. You're not taught how to pay attention to who you should vote for. Like people still don't know what the term rhino means, Republican in name only. Mm -hmm. So, um, and people don't realize that there's like a big difference between uh, a Democrat and like a far left progressive person. Like mm -hmm. those are not the same people. Mm -hmm. And neither are the extreme right wingers, which are not MAGA Republicans, by the way, Joe Biden. Mm -hmm. that's for you <laughs> but there's a difference like there's always going to be small percentages of outliers that think things are you know think in an extreme way but the reality is is that if we just discuss these things we would realize that we're more similar than we are different mm -hmm. and I think that the biggest thing that America needs right now is to come together like we did on 912 and remember that we are all here for the same thing. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness yes. is in our constitution. That's what every single person that lives in this country, that is a citizen, has a right to and deserves. Mm -hmm. And so like not censoring yourself, stopping to like, I'm not saying be rude, but like maybe stop caring if you are offending people. Like. I love that there's like little grandmas, you know, going to the bathroom and they see like a grown ass man trying to pee like next to their 10 year old, you know, granddaughter. And they're like, no, get the fuck out of here. Like there needs to be more people that are willing to stand up for what they believe, mm -hmm. not just going along with it. Like I have nothing against trans people, but, uh, you're like 1% of the population <laughs> and there's a lot of people that don't think you should piss in the fucking opposite sex bathroom. Um, at least like early on, like there's just, you got to realize the reason why people are against it is because there's people that are bad in the world. There's people that are taking advantage of a situation mm -hmm. like pedophiles. So like there, yeah, we're talking about all the stuff. All the things. All the stuff. Kimmy's just face My, my lips like... just get tighter and tighter and I'm like, oh, we're going for it. You know, it's fine. Hey, I, I love I it. I don't care, man. I'm I glad. just, um... Didn't even mean to talk about that, but there we go. Um, but the point is, I, I like this woman. It was like a YMCA I saw on the news, and she got permanently banned for that situation hmm. because she yelled at a grown man yeah. who was wearing a dress and was in the women's locker room. She didn't feel comfortable. Yeah. And I'm like, there needs to be more people that are not afraid to stand up for that. Like, well, so, even if you're wrong, mm -hmm. even if yeah. you're wrong. No, I agree. Stay, I think you should stand, stand for what you believe in. But what uh, this is kind of stemming off that topic is why are companies expected to make a stand? 
you know, like when they're having all these political issues, why is it like, oh, I need to know what Starbucks thinks about this? Oh, yeah. You know, like, and then it's like, why can't pol- politics stay outside of business? Like, why can it not be separate there? Like, why do we have to know that? Uh, yeah, that is weird. Uh, they want to make it so they can cancel you or not. <laughs> it's But it's just manipulation, in my opinion. Like, sure. you love Starbucks. Starbucks loves a certain thing. You probably mm-hmm. going to love that Starbucks. Or if they say we're anti-blank. You're probably gonna be like, yeah, fuck those guys. You know, like it's like, yeah. Why is that necessary, and why is it like kind of expected now? <laughs> like people weird. are talking about companies not coming out and saying which side they were on, and they're like, I'm not shopping there because I don't know what they think about gay people. You know, like it's like I, I don't know. I I think um, when technology rose up, we have access to so much information, and I think that you know I was just reading about this in my book, uh, why we make mistakes. Mm-hmm. And they were talking about how, as humans, we feel like we need more information. But they did a bunch of tests on people with less information and then with more information. The results for whatever type of, uh, like one of the ones I remember was, what do they call them? Uh, the people that help you make bets on horses to tell you what horse is going to Tellers? Win. Yeah, something like that. Um, so those people spend months studying the horses. Oh, so, the people that like watch the trends and stuff. Yes, I don't so know what they're called. They help you to make to to tell you which bet, which horse, which horse to bet on. It's got That's a name. Cool. I don't remember what it's called, but mm-hmm. but that was just one of the examples I was thinking of. And um, they gave them so like you can have thirty facts about each horse, and then they said you could have five facts about each horse. Mm-hmm. The results were the same. The only thing difference they said were was the confidence in the person that had more information. Mm-hmm. So we think we need more information to make decisions about things, but reality is is we're gonna make the same decisions probably mm-hmm. based on all of the tests that these people were doing, but we'll be more confident in our decision if we know more. So like when when you're going shopping, like you might learn the same thing and you might still make the same choice because how many coffee companies really compete with But Starbucks. you're less easily manipulated. Yeah. So like if you have more facts, if you've actually done the research to make these are my beliefs, these are my what I think is right, it's easier to be solid in that decision if you've actually done the research and know. Whereas if you're only getting your source of information from like five places. Yeah. It would, I would be less willing to be like, oh, I'd be like, oh, I didn't hear about that story. Maybe I need to, you know. Right. You would be less confident in your decision. I would. Yeah. Yeah. But you might still, you'd probably still make the same. I probably would just because right. it's like we're pretty solid in our beliefs until like it's harder to change somebody's mind about something than it is to reaffirm what they're thinking mm-hmm. like you can give them the same amount of facts towards the, what they believe in and same amount of facts against what they believe in and it's way like it doesn't matter even if these are stronger facts against like it, it's way easier to sway them towards what they already believe oh yeah well there's um like that saying that uh <clears throat> you can trick someone but then to Tell them that they've been tricked. They won't believe you. Yeah. Um, once they believe it, they're like, nope, I'm going to stay here. This is where I am. I live here now. Yes. <laughs> like they will not because nobody wants to be a fool. Yeah. Which is kind of how I feel like a lot of Ooh. Americans are right now. Yep. I feel like they're trapped in this uh, <laughs> place. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, um I just, I don't, I don't buy the, I, I really hate the phrase, the new normal. Uh-huh. Like, that's one of my least favorite phrases right now. New normal. And I think that they're trying to do that with the word patriot, with what it means to be an American, with, with our culture. 
as a whole. They're trying to normalize this new idea of like being able to talk shit or, you know, they're trying to like get it. So all these young people uh, are, they're so moldable. They're desensitizing us to like what we actually would truly stand for. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, I think that. I mean, don't like if you want to get talking about like how things are changing, it's like Disney. You want to talk about Disney movies right now. They told, they put out like a statement that they were going to put out 50% of what they put out is going to be, you know, LGBTQ plus 50%, 50% what they're going to put out. Like, and you already think about like the movies they're putting out now versus what, like you think about movies in the past, like strong independent movies, Mulan, mm-hmm. you know, you have, um, you know, princess and the frog, Tiana being a strong independent person that didn't need somebody to get their goals, but like could get, you know, like mm-hmm. different morals that they put out versus like what they're putting out now. It's just way like completely different. And my only problem with that is I have no, I, I want everybody to feel supported and I want everybody to have their movie that they resonate with. Right. But when you put it into like practice like that, parents are no longer able to control how their kids are getting this information. Mm-hmm. You know, you send them to school thinking they're going to learn like normal stuff and they get yeah. seen a, shown a Disney movie and you're like, yeah, I should be okay with that. That's Disney. And it's like, well, now they're getting exposed to stuff in a way that you, you know, like, I don't think Disney's going to like corrupt, but like, it's, it's not no longer in your control to like what your first exposure to certain topics are for your children. And it's like, why is that? Right. Why is that even like, it shouldn't be a thing. Yeah. Americans just... need to like get pissed off. I mean, I know a lot of people are, but like, Messing with the kids on shit when they're young. Like, kids are innocent and they need to be protected. I think that that is one thing that majority of this country agrees with. Yeah. Um, and you're right. Like, I, it's, it's overwhelming how companies are just going Take, along with yeah. it. Because I don't know the actual percentage. My guess, uh, I think last time I heard the percentage of uh, gay people in America is like four. Wow. Because I don't know, I don't know how, I don't know how current that is, but 4%. And that's, you know, maybe people haven't come out yet or whatever. 4%. That doesn't seem right. Well, that's because they're putting 50% yeah. into movies. They're like making you think that it's normal mm-hmm. when it's, and it's not, I don't mean to say that like being gay is not normal, but I mean, it's not, it isn't the majority of people. Yeah, it's definitely a minority. It's a minority. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, it's, we went, it's the same, we were talking about this with like the, uh, we were talking about the body positivity movement, yeah. how it's like, you, it just swung completely the other way. Like we went from, okay, we can all agree that uh, gay Americans, gay people need to be protected. They should not be getting harassed or like they need to have all of the same rights. Mm-hmm. We went from that to now everybody should be gay or like try it maybe you are you know like it's like it's like being pushed more than it is being accepted is what it feels like and that's not just with that's with everything that um was like a minority Mm -hmm. and it's like and same thing with being anti-american that was being in a, a minority and now it's being pushed yeah. more than it's being accepted. Cause at first, remember when we were talking about how like my Marine leaders said, Hey, they can talk shit about you. That's mm-hmm. what their freedoms are for. Mm-hmm. We accepted that someone was different, mm-hmm. but now it's being pushed on us. Like, well, you can't get mad at me cause I hate America. Cause it's my country too. You know, it's yeah. like, now it's like this thing and it's, it's really weird. 
Yeah. And I'm waiting because I feel like it's a pendulum. Yeah. I have a problem with the statement, not my president. Oh, yeah. Because it's like, okay, well, you want to pick and choose what <laughs> rights you have as an American? Because he, you know, like that person is your president. It was elected. Maybe it's not the one you wanted. It's not the one you picked, but it's the one that was elected and you live in this country and that is your president. Yeah. I really hate that phrase. Yeah. That first came out with Trump, right? I think so. Yeah. I remember that. <laughs> Yeah. Oy. And it's like, well, yeah. you, you get all of the freedoms and the rights of being an American, but you're not going to accept some parts of also laws of being an American. I think that, you know, if people actually just took their passion and energy and excitement for things and put it into things that matter, like learning who is running our government, mm -hmm. your local government, like paying attention to those things. Um, even on like a smaller community level, like yeah. I went to go look at, um, there was like a health board advisory for the school district. I like went, I like saw that they were looking for people. I was like, Ooh, and it's full, but I'm like, I'm going to keep my eye on that. Cause yeah. you don't have to be, um, a teacher or anything to be on it. And I was like, that's, that's cool. And yeah. I just want to like be involved and like see what they're talking about with our kids. Yeah. Um, but more importantly, like teach your children, the things that you need them to know because they're not learning it in schools. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Um, and, I mean, obviously, some some schools are different. Uh, I was listening to Real AF mm -hmm. podcasts, and he said that, so they're in Missouri, and he said that uh, one of the, was it an elementary school? I think I told you this, on the border of, was it on the border of, is Arkansas border, Missouri? My geography is bad. I'm sorry. Uh, small school district or small town, like mm -hmm. 4,000 people, but they're uh, bringing back uh, being able to spank the kids. Who's to say if it's a good idea or not? With uh, parent consent. I, I get it. Yep. But I was just like, see, that's what I'm saying. Pendulum swings back. Like, it's like people are so fed up with their kids misbehaving. Yeah. Now, I don't think teachers should be doing it. I think parents should be doing it. Um, I think too much has been put on t-shirt teachers Agreed. in general, Agreed. but I was just like, I just, I That's just, just like, they're already called glorified babysitters at what dude, point, like, and I they're know. not at all. Like, uh -uh. don't get me started. Like, I, but like, so now they have to discipline your kids for you too. You know, it's like, no, no, they're already pretty superheroes. Well, I mean the thing, it's just, I don't know, as a new parent, <laughs> When she's at school, I can't help you. So you got to do something. You got to have rules in place to like mm -hmm. keep them on track while they're there. And sure, tell me about it and then I'll do what I got to do at home. Yeah. But um, especially with young kids, what do you, I mean, how long is school? Like six hours? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> don't worry about my geography skills. Yeah. So... I think we've had a lot of good topics today, uh, but there was one last topic that I wanted to discuss before we close out, and it's how would you describe freedom in your own words? Like, we talk a lot about freedom, but, like, what, what is freedom to you? That's hard to answer. Um, and, like, even my idea of patriotism and freedom has changed so much in, like, the last yeah. decade, 20 years. Um, I used to think that America was the most free country. I do not anymore. I think it is uh, an amazing place to live. I love America. I'm proud to be an American. And uh, 
I feel grateful for the freedoms I'm granted, but I feel that like, there's nothing that I like can't do. I'll say that. So I'm not, you know, currently unable to do anything that I want to want to do in life. So I, I would say that that is freedom. However, there is like a threat of protecting that all the time right now. Mm -hmm. Like the government wants to take away my right to own firearms all the time right now. Like it's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that is, um, I'm not okay with that. And, um, you know, our taxes are crazy high inflations, insane. So I guess the, the one thing that I can't do that I cannot afford right now is I can't even afford to buy a home because I'm, I can't afford it. Yeah. Cause it's, it's expensive right now. Um, even here in Texas, like when mm -hmm. I thought I could, uh, I was moving here last year and I was going to buy a house and all of the Californians were spending what the realtor realtors told me was a hundred thousand dollars cash over asking. And like, I cannot compete with that mm -hmm. <laughs> obviously, mm -hmm. but, uh, so yeah, like the taxes are insane. Um, I think that I feel safe, generally speaking, when I go outside. I don't have to worry about a lot. Like, sure, we have crime in our country, but, like, I also have the right to carry and protect myself. Mm -hmm. So, what about you? I think um, freedom of speech, freedom of expression, freedom of um, a lot. It, Like you said, we have a lot of freedoms. Um, I think that compared to a lot of countries, we are free but 100%. i feel like there's like you said like limitations to it yeah like we're like well not, i don't want to speak for you but mm -hmm. i and the people that i i'm going to use instagram the people that i follow on instagram a lot of them get hardcore censored mm -hmm. because their freedom of speech doesn't align with what the media wants them to say that is not freedom. That doesn't even sound like... It sounds like an oxymoron in like a statement. It doesn't sound like it should be happening in America. I am still... My mind is blown that they deleted the uh, the sitting president's Twitter account. That shit... I don't care if you fucking want him dead. He was active sitting president and they literally took his Twitter account away. How is that even Okay. That's like the most disrespectful fucking thing. Yeah. I just can't even believe that that was allowed to happen. That's insanity. Yeah. That is your literally stop. I mean, oh, I still pisses me off so bad today. Just like the dis disrespect of the seat to yeah. do that. Yeah. I mean, I freedom of speech is definitely being censored in this country. Yeah. And I'm not. I'm not okay with it. <laughs> it's fucking pen. It's like that. It's that statement. It's like, be who you are. Oh, oh, not like that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, it's not. It's not good. We need to. We need more people that aren't afraid to stand up for yeah. the rights of other Americans. And uh, I, like, I'm generally like worried that if we don't start acting, mm -hmm. that they, like I, I, our freedoms are slowly dwindling away. Mm-hmm. Like, at what point do we stop? It's like you want to bring up another like kind of controversial harsh topic like the Holocaust people. It was like they kept desensitizing them in like who they would pick to go to the concentrations next. You know, it'd be like, oh, well, it's just the Jews. I'm not a Jew. 
mm-hmm. oh, well, it's just the Germans, or, or that's not a good one, but you know right. what I mean? Like gypsies, you know, it's like, oh, but it doesn't affect me, I'm not looking. It's like, at what point when they get to you and it's like, oh, like Christian, oh, Pope, who's going to know this isn't okay, you know? Nope, there's nobody left because nobody said anything. Right. For all the stages leading up to it. Like, it's small little jumps that you're like, oh, I'm not comfortable with that, but okay. You know, oh, mm-hmm. I'm not comfortable with that, but it's not me, okay. Right. That kind of thing. At what point do you, do you stop? Right. We need to remember that we are all one nation and that, like, if we don't stand up for each other, like, it, it is not left versus right, black or white. It's not um, Trump or Biden. Those things don't fucking matter. It's literally the people that have the power versus mm-hmm. the people that do not. I think you're talking about strong Americans and strong patriots right now, which is a good closing with talking about 9-12. What happened on 9-12? The day after. So today's 9-11. You, hopefully you're listening to this when we release it tomorrow, which it will be yeah. 9-12. I want you guys to remember the feeling that everybody had the day after this event. Yeah. Um, literally everybody just wanted to help everybody and love their neighbor. Yeah. That was a good feeling. It was it a was... great sense of pride in America and a great sense of patriotism that day. There was no... You were I, it was us. Yeah. We were truly united, and it's sad that it took a tragedy like that to bring us together, but, mm-hmm. you know, I guess with bad things, you got to take the good things with it. Yeah. And um, I'm, I'm proud of how, that. I'm proud of how we came together as a nation that day, because it could have easily made us fall apart, but instead it made us stronger. Yeah, it made the people stronger, and then the people forgot. <laughs> yeah. Well, the people have forgotten. I have hope that we can get back. Yeah, I mean, we need to... I don't want to sit around and wait for another incident like that to happen to bring us together. So we really need to just do it and just start the conversations. Um, Stop not talking to your family because they disagree with you on politics. Like, that's fucking stupid. Yeah, have some (laughs) tolerance and stand for what you believe in. Yeah. There you go. And just keep trying. Keep pushing through people. Yeah. I mean... I, I don't really know what else there is to, to do. Yeah. Um, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, this was a interesting topic, I'll say. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Kimmy, of course, came to me with it and was like, yo, it's 9-11. We got to do a patriotic podcast. I was like, dude, I almost said bet. bet. <laughs> I don't say that when you say that. I do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's cool to be saying that. Bet. Bet. Um, but... Uh, <laughs> drink your water (laughs) thank you for listening let us know what you thought in the dms uh we really hope that you go out and uh do some hard shit and talk to your neighbors yeah if you did want to dm us our pages start to be great podcast um on instagram you can dm us there or our personal pages mine is americana uh, A-M-U-R-I-C-A-N-N-A. And mine is Kimmy underscore Croson. We will see you next Monday at 6 a.m. Why so early? Because we're fucking sharks. And sharks don't give a damn. That is Monday.